0: I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, it's Chang Ma. Welcome back to another episode and today we are talking about the keto diet and specifically I am talking to you if you are a woman who feels like they have failed the keto diet. This is for the women who feel like they couldn't make it work and because of that it was a reflection on their own lack of willpower and motivation who feel like cutting out all carbs is necessary for weight loss and see food as either good or bad. This is for you if you're that woman who. In internally struggles with food on a daily basis. And you're always asking yourself, should I eat this? Should I not eat this? And this is for you if you're that woman who's used to going 110% on a diet, but fall completely off track by the weekend, beat yourself up, and then fall into this rut and this cycle of being on track and off track. So if this is you, I want you to know I see you, I hear you, and I know you. And every woman has some issues with food. I've been there, guys. Comfort eating, emotional eating, binging, skipping meals, using cardio to compensate for overeating, carb phobia, labeling yourself as good or bad based on the food you eat. And most of us women also struggle with that all or nothing mindset that I'm going to be 110% really restrictive and I'm going to do this and then we fall off, right? Because we're human and restriction like that doesn't really work. And so maybe this is you. Maybe you feel like this and you understand this. And I understand that from what I've seen as far as helping women with their, with their weight loss, with nutrition, with body recomp, is these are the type of women that are drawn to extreme diets. These are type of women that are women like myself. And so I can relate very much to this. These are the type of women that are usually attracted to a keto diet. And maybe this woman is you. So really, today's episode, I wanted to have a heart-to-heart talk and show you that the keto diet is something that you didn't fail. The keto diet failed you. And I'm not coming on here to bash the keto diet. Yes, I am not somebody that does keto. I've never, honestly, I've never done keto. I don't have any desire to really do keto. And there's a, there's reasons why and I'm going to express that to you guys today But I also wanted to acknowledge that there are many people that I know have that that have been successful on a keto diet. But I also know many, many more people who it didn't work for, whether they were using it to lose weight, it didn't work, maybe they lost the weight, then the weight all comes back. And not only that is I've also know people who it's actually hindered their goals, um, that it just wasn't an alignment. They wanted to gain muscle, they wanted to lose fat, they wanted to recomp their body and the keto diet just wasn't, the right diet for them. It wasn't in alignment for their goals. But like I said, I also know people that have done really well on the keto diet, because I'll be honest, there are certain people that the keto diet is prob is something that would be a good diet for them. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And, you know, overall, like I said, I don't have a problem with the keto diet. I think it can be really good for certain people. So let's kind of talk about what that looks like. Um, for certain people, I think that have, uh, they have insulin resistant issues, um, d- type of health issues that result in that, like PCOS, type 2 diabetes. Um, those are the kind of people that this diet, the keto diet can really work for. Or somebody that is in the obese obese category. So more than likely, if you are in the obese category, then you probably do have an insulin issue, your your resistance to insulin. And so glucose, it works differently in your body than somebody that's more insulin sensitive. Um, And so, you know, really, to be honest, there's not a right diet for everybody and i hope you guys if anything the the more you have been listening to the podcast you start to see that that there's not a perfect diet and i'm not here to claim that macro counting is the perfect diet but for me and the women that i serve it is it it matches all those kinds of things and um you know it really all comes down to can you sustain a diet above all and beyond right it comes down to asking yourself can you sustain this diet long term and i'm not talking about a few months i'm talking about years right because if you want to sustain and keep those results you got to keep doing what you were doing to keep those results i also ask my i also ask myself and and those i work with when you're looking at picking a diet next thing is it healthy for you Mentally and physically, it's more than just is this going to get you healthy body wise, but mentally, how is this? If this is an extremely restrictive diet. How is that affecting you mentally? Is that really healthy for you in that sense? And does it fit your lifestyle? And it's something, and, and that's really important too, especially as your mom, you know, is are we. At, doing a diet that you are having to work your life around and something this extra thing you have to add in or does it really fit and click into your life where it's just it works right and that's going to be part of helping it helping you to Pick something that you can adhere to long-term. If you're a mom, it's not just you you have to think about. You got to think about if that is something that you can do with your family, right? Like that, you have to really look at your lifestyle. It's not all about you. It's also about what is in alignment with your family life, what is in alignment with what your values are, even as a mom. And for me, that's a big deal. I want to eat healthier dinners with my family. Um, I say healthier because I have picky eaters. So if that means making the dinner just a little bit healthier, that's a win for me. But overall, sitting down, eating with the family, I don't want my kids to see me on a quote-unquote diet restricting things. I just don't like that. As somebody that's come from a history of eating disorders, that was something that was really big for me when I had a daughter so once again that's a value that means a lot to me when it comes to picking a diet and the last but not least that diet has to be in alignment with your goals whatever those goals are um you have to ask yourself those things and you know if the answer is keto for you then go for it right go for it but more than likely you're listening to this episode because keto didn't check off those boxes for you and i want to really make this episode also about you realizing that there's nothing wrong with you. If you failed the keto diet, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It doesn't mean that you cannot lose weight, lose body fat, gain muscle, recomp your body. It All it means is you just didn't pick a diet that worked for you. That's all that it means. So essentially keto failed you. You didn't fail keto. And I want you to really see that by the end of this episode. And um, some of this could just stem based on not really understanding how keto diet works, not really understanding what it takes to get the goals that you want more than like you're listening to this because you want to recomp your body, you want to lose fat, and you want to gain muscle, you want to get toned. Um, And keto, as you're going to see is can actually hinder that type of goal. If you are somebody that has a lot of weight to lose, like more than 30, 40 pounds, um, have a lot of weight to lose, you do have insulin issues, um, and, all, and you're really just more focused about getting that number on the scale down, not really necessarily caring where it comes from, if it's fat or muscle, then keto diet can be a, a good diet for you. But for the people I work with, the women mostly listening to this podcast, it's not. Um, But I want you to understand and realize why that is, because I've been seeing this so much in my nutrition consults lately. Most of the women that come to me, I, I have them fill out a questionnaire and I ask them, you know, what kind of diets or weight loss things have you done in the past? What has worked? What has didn't? And I just keep seeing keto, keto, keto. It just keeps popping up and then I start seeing that same mentality in how, they're eating and it's hindering the progress that they want so it's kind of funny you would think that as a nutritionist when somebody comes to me that i'm going to see that they're eating way too many carbs right you would think that initially i would think that too but really what i'm seeing because of the effect of the keto uh fad diet, you know, going around. well, I don't want to call it fad diet, but the diet of keto being so popular is that a lot of women are actually overeating their fats and then they're eating um, they're eating lower carb, but they're not eating low carb in the sense of where their body is in ketosis. And we're going to explain why that's not a good place you want to be. <laughs> you don't want to, um, if you are going to eat high fat, then you need to be in ketosis. You need to be doing an actually keto diet. When you're doing a low carb, high fat, low protein diet, it is not a here. It's not a good diet for fat loss for weight loss. Definitely not a good diet for recomping your body. And so a lot of people will fall into that. I see that a lot because they don't truly understand the essence of what a keto diet is. Um, so we're gonna talk we're that's gonna segue perfectly and so the next thing I want to talk about is really understanding how um, the keto diet works for you and before actually before I get I've notes here <laughs> I don't want to get too off track first let's talk about you know, even uh, if keto didn't work initially for you, I also want you to realize, or if it did work for you initially, and now it's not working anymore, maybe you're at that point too, that it's okay, because it's okay to switch diets for different goals and different phases in your life for different seasons, you're not married to a diet. So if you are somebody that is doing keto successfully, but you're not seeing the progress and the results you want, then I... um really ask you to open up your mind and really listen to this and to so I can explain to you why maybe now keto is just not the right diet for you it's a different phase a different season in your life and now it's okay for example i don't like i said i've never done the keto diet but god forbid maybe one day i get cancer and there are um uh, there is studies showing that the keto diet is beneficial for certain types of cancer if that was the case then i would definitely do a keto diet, even though it was counterproductive to my goal of gaining muscle, because now my goal has changed to my health, right? So really understanding that there's different seasons in life, and we have to honor what season we are in. So that's really important to to um, understand. So now let's talk about what the keto diet is. Um, I'll give you a little history on it, how it works, and, and then kind of Explain to you ladies um, what I see people doing wrong with the keto diet, and then we're gonna. I'm gonna give you five reasons why the keto diet failed you. Um, so let's talk about where the whole keto diet has come about, and actually, the keto diet was introduced as a treatment for epilepsy. Come on, Jessica, spit it out. (laughs) In the 1920s, and it was actually one of the very most effective treatments for actually treating kids with epilepsy. And it gained popularity for a few decades until epilepsy drugs came out and became more available than the decline in um, in popularity came. Because it is a hard diet to adhere to, right? Especially if you're trying to do that for children. So as a medication came out, that became more of a... a, um, you know, used source for treating epilepsy, and then it come into the 70s, and Robert Atkins of the Atkin diet wrote a book centered on ketosis, which is his thing, low carb diets, right? So he brought that into the diet scene in the 70s, and then I thought this was interesting as I was doing research on keto diet. Is in 1976, there was a ketosis method called the last chance diet that took off. And it included drinking a concoction of it was high fat a uh, moderate, I guess like protein rich drink and and you drank that until you got to your desired weight loss and people were supposed to do it under supervision of a doctor so they can make sure that they were not getting malnutritioned, right? That they were getting certain, they were getting all of your vitamins and minerals. It turns out a lot of people didn't do that. It actually, that um, drink resulted in 60 deaths and a lawsuit. Um, and so anyways, that creator of the last chance, he didn't give up then because... Eventually, he created a new product that emerged called Optifast, and in the um, in 1998, he actually got Oprah to back it up. So that says a lot, right? Like anything that's going to get backed up by Oprah is going to like shoot off, and so that kind of really kickstarted like the, keto- the the keto movement, and that sent a surge of keto research that emerged in the early 19 um um in the 90s. And then, um, you know, as time has gone by, there's been studies and then seeing that it's like anti-aging effects, it could slow the process of aging, um, and, you know, maybe one day allow scientists to better treat or prevent like age-related diseases like heart disease, Alzheimer's, and many other forms of cancer, um, this kind of got picked up by like biohackers. So you will see this a lot in the biohacking, um, online people, like they are usually do keto and, um... So a lot of that kind of has gotten picked up by them, but really, there's really not a lot of long-term evidence on what happens to your body in ketosis, you know, for many, many, many years. We don't have that yet. Um, also, from what I've read, I haven't read like tons of studies, but a lot of them I feel like are just the ones that are pro Uh, Keto or pro keto Um, You know when you Do you compare a keto diet to like uh, A higher carb diet Um, Sometimes the way that the the research is put together, it, it's like kind of going to be biased towards the keto. Like for example, you have two diets, one's low, one is a keto low carb, one is high carb. And then the low carb diet will have like higher protein than the high carb diet. And it's like, well, no shit, like the people with the higher protein got better um, results, because that's just the like, you look at literature over and over again, and it shows that really, it's, it has to do more with um, protein. Protein's the really the more important key factor uh, macro that helps with the weight loss and in re, um, retaining muscle and metabolism. And so, you know, that's, that's what from my, what I've looked through. And so not, like I said, not to bash keto. I'm pretty sure it does maybe, like I said, it, it's effective treatment in certain types of cancers. So health-wise and things like that, there could be a, an a advantage and an edge to that. And I really feel like people, that are really for the keto diet and saying like, oh my gosh, this made me so healthy, it made me so this and I feel so great might just be um, a byproduct of eating a better diet, right? Think about what you were eating before, um, regardless of whatever kind of diet, whether it was a keto diet, whether it was a paleo diet, whether it was a vegan diet, if you're eating better quality foods and you're eating less junk, you're going to just feel better and do better have more energy lose more weight it's just it's not necessarily that it was a keto diet it's just your better um, food selection in general and then i've also heard people say that well my health got better and if you're somebody that's really overweight um that is more related to the fat that you're carrying so are being overweight having a lot of fat is is inflammatory and it, and it, that's what's causing a lot of diseases and biomarkers that aren't good for health but it's really not necessarily the diet that you choose but just losing fat in general is going to increase your numbers as, um, as far as you know your blood work's going to look more healthier and things like that so um that's the only thing that I did see in the literature that's like really pro uh keto that kind of keeps coming up and up is that it is a diet that is um Oh, it it helps a lot with hunger, satiety. So it is a diet that has really been known to help with hunger satiety, but also so is a high-protein diet too. So if you don't want to do a keto diet like, and you're trying to do it just for those reasons, like eating a higher-protein diet is going to do the same effect for you. So that's kind of the little history on the keto diet. Now, how does it work? Really, how does it work? Because I don't think women really understand it because a lot of times I will see that they're not doing it properly, and a keto diet is essentially switching your energy source from a carb source, which is glucose um, to ketones, which put your body in ketosis, which is a fat uh fuel source. So what happens in is our bodies have adapted. As a survival mechanism, if there is not enough, if we're not eating enough carbs, our body will switch from using carbs as a energy source to using uh, fat right? So when you're not eating enough carbs, what'll happen is your liver breaks down fat into a usable energy source called ketones. And when that happens, now we have switched into using, uh, we have switched now into ketosis, which is now we're using fat as our fuel source, okay? And so if it's really important too, when you are doing a keto, uh, keto diet, that you are in ketosis and ketosis means you have to be eating that super low amount of carbs, basically essentially no carbs in order for your body to switch to using ketones for fuel. So what I will see is um, women will do like a keto diet during the week and then they're like, oh, I'm going to cheat on the weekends. And so what they'll do is they'll be in ketosis during the week, then they throw themselves out of ketosis and now they're back to using carb source or um, glucose as an energy source on the weekends and it's a lot it's your body is switching back and forth from using two different types of energy sources right and um it's actually going to hinder your weight loss it's going to confuse your body it's definitely not good for muscle gains um another thing too is And I just lost my train of thought um, is, yeah, it's just not good to be going back and forth and, you know, in and out of that. Oh, another thing is, y- if you've ever done a keto diet, you know what the keto flu is, right? Um, And when you are throwing yourself out of ketosis, then you have to re re going through that process because that keto flu is like your body readjusting to using now ketones as an energy source versus carbs. So it's just a really hard diet. If you can't adhere to that, you're really not getting the benefit out of it. It's something that you will, you have to stick to. It's not something like you can be like, okay, today I'm going to eat keto and the next day I'm not like, and just go back and forth like that. Like it does, it doesn't work like, that. And so it's really important to understand that. So now let's talk about why um, keto wasn't the answer for you. If you haven't already been putting the pieces together, maybe you have by now, but let's talk about five specific reasons why it's not um, the best approach for somebody that is not extremely overweight, somebody that maybe you have like 10 to 30 pounds, the most to lose, and you really wanna focus on gaining muscle and losing fat, recomping your body, getting toned, then um, these are the reasons why keto diet is actually um, has failed you in that sense of reaching those goals. So the first one is that the keto diet is just a hard diet to sustain long-term, let alone a diet that really fits into your mom life. And I kind of talked a little bit about what what this looks like and why, you know, keto wouldn't work for me. I explained, you know, it doesn't really align with my mom values and how I want my family, especially my kids to see me around food. Um, I think keto diet's a very extreme approach. It is. You're essentially, you're cutting out a macronutrient. A macro, macro means big. And a macronutrient, carbs is a macronutrient. That's tra- taking out a big chunk of food right out of your diet. Um and it's kind of it's a harder thing to sustain long term. Um it's harder to go eat out. It's harder. To, you can't um I mean, I guess you could like do like keto treats and stuff with your kids. I, I don't, like I said, I don't, I've don't never done a keto diet. I don't know how those things really taste like. I don't know if that's something that's really hard to transition your kids to, but I'll tell you this much, I can change one little thing in a recipe and sometimes it is a, it completely just makes it not something that my kids will eat, <laughs> you know, making it healthier. So, um, you know, having that aspect to think about as a mom is really, really important. And that's why I put this number one, even above if it meets, like reaches your goals because now we're talking about values of life, right? And so it has to be something that just it has to go with you long term because like I said if if you can't see yourself doing this long term, and I'm not talking months, I'm talking years, then there's no point in even starting this kind of lifestyle, to be honest. I feel like you're going to you're wasting time trying to create these healthy habits for something that you don't see yourself doing long term. In order to sustain the results, guess what? You got to sustain what you were doing. Um number 2 is because um, it's a hard diet to sustain um, all week, and then it's like going back to what I said about I see this a lot with women as doing oh I'm going to do ke- uh, keto during the week and then on the week I'm going to have a cheat meal and it doesn't work like that. You're drawing your body in and out of ketosis. It's really confusing to your body. It doesn't know how much. Uh, it doesn't. Um, it's a lot harder to lose weight that way and not only that is a lot of women don't really understand what a keto diet is so a keto diet is eating um you know it's eating 70 80 percent of your car uh, of of your calories from fat only five to ten of percent of your calories from carbs and 10 to 20 percent of Uh, protein. And so if you're not tracking your food and you don't actually know if you're in ketosis and you're just doing a, a low carb, right? You're not in ketosis. You're not eating low carb enough to do ketosis, but you're still essentially eating low carb. So that would look like you're eating like 50 to 100 grams of carbs and that would be considered low carb and and that's not that's not putting your body in ketosis so really you're just not benefiting at all like you're doing this diet that's hindering you even more because you're not even getting the benefits of the ketosis and then if you're trying to eat higher fats and you're not in ketosis well guess what you're you're more likely you're going to be storing those fats (laughs) so it's just not you're not going to take it seriously you're not going to make sure you're in ketosis you're not going to stay on track all week long. Um, if you're somebody that really likes to go have dinners out with your family and not have to worry about like quote-unquote dieting then once again this is not something sustainable for you to do reason number three is a keto diet is not a high protein diet which a high protein diet is necessary for muscle gains because it's necessary to assist with protein synthesis so if you I've talked about protein synthesis, but for some reason, some of us sometimes need a reminder or if you're new to the past, you're like, what is that? So protein synthesis is, Synthesis is the process of repairing and rebuilding muscle, but we have to give our bodies the stimulus it needs in order to start protein synthesis, Is what which is what we do, right, in the gym. Whenever we go, when we strength training, we're giving our, we're essentially damaging our muscles, and what happens after the gym is we kickstart protein synthesis, which is the repair and rebuild, <clears throat> excuse me, of that muscle. And this is not going to happen without the assistance of recovery, without the assistance of of sleep, and most importantly, protein. So we need that protein in order to assist that protein synthesis, which takes place up to 48 hours after a strength training cycle. So if you are doing a true keto diet, you're eating a lower intake of protein. And so that in itself is going to not be good or is not going to assist building muscle as much as if you were eating a higher protein diet. And the reason being that a keto diet is not a true keto diet, isn't a high protein diet is because eating too much protein can knock your body out of ketosis. So that's the whole reason they try to stick to around 10 to 20% of your calories coming from protein. Um, When I work with women and do macro counting, we're averaging more around 35% being uh, of your calories coming from protein and maybe a little bit more depending on what your goals are and where you're at in that process. So that's number th- reason number 3. Number reason number 4 is eating low carb hinders muscle gains. So we already talked about how eating not enough protein can. Now let's talk about how carbs play a role in protein synthesis as well. And the reason is, is because carbs are protein sparing. So what does this mean? This means that as your body is in protein synthesis, um, Carb spare, and protein sparing means that your body's going to use carbs as energy and allow the sparing of protein to be used towards protein synthesis. So if you're not eating enough carbs, then you're going to um, start to tap into using protein as an energy source, or you could be using in keto. Yes, you are kind of using that fat storage too, but key, uh, carbs are really um, made to be protein sparing so we can allow that those proteins get used towards um, protein synthesis but if you're not eating enough carbs well then there's you're lacking that protein sparing benefit and not only that is carbs is our body's number at a number one energy source needed for explosive movements like strength training so glucose is a quick energy source right Keto, keto uh, ketones are not ketones is more of a slow energy slow burning endurance type energy so if you were a marathon runner it would make sense to do a keto diet because you're priming your body to tap into fat more as a long sustainable energy source but if your goal is to be gaining muscle then you your body is going to be more efficient at doing a lift getting getting stronger, doing that workout if you are fueling your body with carbs, if it's running off of glucose. And not only that is when you are in a carb diet, A low-carb diet, like a keto diet, um, the really magical effect in the beginning, you know how you people are like, oh my gosh, I lost like 10 pounds in one week on keto. And yeah, because you're losing a lot of water weight. The less carbs we eat, the less water we retain. And then also you're essentially depleting the glycogen in your muscles. And so when that glycogen is depleted, because that's just the way low-carb diets work, you, that's going to hinder your workouts that's going to hinder your performance your str- your your lifting in the gym and so in turn that is not going to give you as much of a stimulus effect to gain muscle um if anything sometimes it can actually have the opposite effect and you could actually start losing muscle um and so it's not beneficial in the sense to eat a low carb diet. If if you're not, if you're trying to strength train, um, you want to be able to go into the gym, you want to be seeing that you're getting stronger, you want to be giving it your all because it's really that stimulus that you're creating in the gym, that's going to jumpstart that process of protein synthesis to gain more muscle. And so we want to be having effective workouts so we can get the most benefit of of that um so yeah so that is another way that these keto diets these low carb diets are going to hinder you if your goal is muscle gains and then the reason number five is because these kind of diets that are very extreme where we cut out a complete macronutrient or a food group, which is what we're doing. We're cutting out carbs, right? It creates an unhealthy relationship with food. It creates this labeling a good versus bad. Like, Ooh, I can't eat that. This is that's bad. And this is good. And you have, you're essentially really limiting yourself on what you're able to eat, which requires a lot of restriction. And a lot of the times what I've seen is that restriction backfires. It's just not sustainable long-term. It really isn't. And it's just, um, we have to think about not only, like I said, what we're doing for health of our bodies and reaching our goals, but also for our mental being. So if you're somebody that has a history of like struggling with eating disorders um, or really just have a a, a really an unhealthy relationship already with food, these kind of diets where it's so extreme can actually just make that situation worse for you. And so that's something else why I don't really, um, a reason why keto could fail you. And also because, in return, because you're not getting a well-balanced diet, you're really cutting out a lot of foods, um, you can actually start to see nutritional deficiencies. Because think about it, on a keto diet, like you can't even eat fruit. Um, You can't eat a lot of vegetables because you're trying to keep your carbs so low that it really just limits what you can eat. And so that in itself is going to limit the nutritional, the nutrition that you have available for you right to get and this is especially true if you're somebody that's doing like a dirty quote-unquote dirty keto where you're relying heavily on processed meats and cheese guys that's not really healthy <laughs> that's really not a healthy way to eat uh, we really should be looking at more of a a balanced uh, approach to eating, not only now, I'm not even just talking about for you know, losing fat and getting muscle, I'm talking about just health in general and making sure we're getting all the nutrition that we need um, in the form of a wide variety of vegetables, a wide variety of fruit, and these really restrictive diets are going to just limit that. So, when you are not, say, you're doing a keto diet and you're not. Um, getting all these foods, some of the deficiencies that this can create is a sodium deficiency, a potassium deficiency, magnesium, calcium, B vitamins, which are really great for energy, right? Vitamin A, E, D, uh, uh, chromium, iodine, um, so, those are kinds of things that could happen and develop when you're on a really restrictive diet. So, those are the five reasons why keto might have failed you. So, I'm going to recap them real quick for you. Number one, um, in general, the keto diet and really restrictive diets are just hard to stick to long term and they really don't fit into your mom life. So, if it's something you can't sub- see yourself sustaining long term, then you're not going to the, sustain the results that you get. Number two, it's a hard diet. Since it's a hard diet to sustain all week, a lot of people do not do keto right. So what they'll do is they're going to be going in and out of ketosis because they don't really understand how ketosis works, how the diet works. So it's really hard on the body to be going from using a car using glucose or carbs, right, for energy to fats and ketones. And it's going back and forth, back and forth. And so it's actually making it harder for your body to lose weight and to gain muscle. Number three is a true keto diet is not high in protein, which is necessary for protein synthesis. And this is just because eating high protein could kick you out of ketosis. So that's why, it's not considered a high protein diet. Number four was uh, low carb diets hinder muscle gains, because carbs are protein sparing and carbs are the preferred energy source for your body when you're doing explosive strength training exercises. So that in itself is hindering your muscle gains. And then number five, the reason why is it creates an unhealthy relationship with food, because it really starts it gets you into that mindset of labeling food as good and bad. And because you are limiting a lot of different foods that can even create nutritional deficiencies. So those are the five ways that keto could have failed you. I kind of want to leave you with this because now if you are somebody that has been trying keto diet right and it hasn't been working for you or you're somebody that has done keto and it worked for a while then you plateaued or it's not really getting you those results that you want which is to transform your body gain gainly muscle lose body fat then I wanted to leave you with this of what could be that next step for you and of course if you've been listening to the podcast you know I do macro counting I'm a macro counting coach specifically for moms and fitting a macro counting lifestyle into To mom life right Um, and so that is what I do and that is actually really the best I don't want to say the best diet but the one that I have seen that works the best for women that are trying to get those kind of results and and so if that is something that you are interested in learning more about I have had done a lot of different podcast episodes on macro counting if you are ready to get started you can um, pick up my macro counting kickstart course which you can just go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash kickstart and you can get all the details and it includes everything you need to learn how to do your own custom macros and to really kickstart your macro County lifestyle as a mom um and so yeah so I really above all else guys I want to also leave you on this message that whatever diet that you choose to do really think about it answering the following questions can I see myself doing this long term is this something that is healthy for me mentally and physically is this something that allows me even to enjoy life I think that's really important that we put that in there is it aligned with my mom life um is this something that is going to get me towards my goals? That's really important too, making sure that whatever you do decide that it checks all those boxes off for you. And if you're still struggling to figure that out, you can always reach out to me, Jess at, uh, Jess at momisthenewstrong.com. You can find me in um, the Facebook group, Macros for Moms. You can find me on Instagram, Mama's New Strong, or on Facebook, Jessica Nicole May, or Mama's New Strong. Basically, all these different ways you can reach out and ask for help, but sometimes that's all it takes. And sometimes you just we just need a little guidance, and that's okay. Um, but it's better than struggling, right? It's better than trying these things that aren't working. So if you keep hitting yourself against, you're basically hitting yourself against, uh, your head against the wall, trying to make the certain diet fit because everybody is doing it and because you know so-and-so, it worked for so-and-so, um, just realizing that there is not one perfect diet for everybody, and it takes you trying to uncover and dig and work towards figuring that out. And all the diets that have failed you in the past, realizing that that's truly what it is—they failed you. It's not that you failed them, and seeing it as you know what—it's it was a great process because now I know what doesn't work for me, and I can move on towards finding what that thing is that works for me. So, wishing you the best of luck on that journey, and I'm here for you if if. you need it just reach out and ask for help but for um, I think that's it for this episode so for now go out there and be a strong mom that you know you are and I will see you in the next episode bye for now guys Hey, wait, before you go, I have something awesome that I wanted to share with you. I just put together a macro County mini course. And so if you are a mom who's ready to kickstart your macro county lifestyle, but you're confused on where to start, then I made this just for you. I'm going to show you how to do your own custom macros using the same approach I use my clients, plus step-by-step videos on how to track your food using MyFitnessPal, how to accurately measure out your food, how to track alcohol, how to make fun foods like eating out or eating cookies with your kids, working with your macro. And it also includes an introduction to my macros for mom method, which is a laid laid back, step-by-step approach to macro counting that takes out all the overwhelm. And it shows you how to make macro counting fit into your mom life. All of this, plus an amazing bonus, which is access to 30 plus of my own personal macro-friendly dinner recipes that are all in my Fitness Pal database. So what it does, this does, is actually makes it really easy to keep a food diary. And it also gets you to stop cooking yourself separate dinners and to start seeing results while eating with your family. All of this greatness for just a one-time payment of $47 and you can get all the details at www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash kickstart. The link is also in the show notes. I'm really excited to offer this to you guys so here's to helping you kickstart your macro cutting lifestyle in a way that works with your mom life and not another restrictive diet that you have to work your mom life around.